action. I was one of the first women to serve on an aircraft carrier. Danger. The governor had called and there's a situation and they need to evacuate. Adventure. I'm watching all the coral and all the fish and just the serenity of the ocean made me feel a sense of peace. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 62, Silver Dollar. Hi, my name is Osmo Alfonso. I'm a retired Navy Medical Service Corps officer, a healthcare administrator. I was born in Cuba, currently live in Pensacola, Florida, and this is my sea story. My family was all born in Cuba, my dad and my mom, and all my siblings and all my relatives. We were one of the last families to be able to get political asylum at that time to be able to fly over and start a new life here. My family gave up everything in Cuba to come to the U.S. My parents came with six children, and my brother was among the oldest. He was 13 or 14. So my brother sacrificed everything he knew in Cuba, and then as well, when he got to the U.S., he was put in a position of an adult. Even though he was a teenager, he was in charge of babysitting sometimes seven to 10 kids. I think my strongest bond with my brother was the fact that he gave up his childhood for us to have one. He didn't have a childhood, and he gave up his schooling for us to have it. Those are sacrifices that parents make, not siblings. That in of itself is enough to warrant like him being like my hero, my idol. When I became a commissioned officer and, and had the opportunity to work at Naval Hospital Jacksonville was part of their deployment schedule to sustain the medical treatment facility at Guantanamo Bay. Prior to my deployment, probably about six months to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, my oldest brother had passed away. When he passed away, I was at his home and he had a silver dollar. He had a silver dollar on top of his dresser. I don't know why I took it, but I grabbed a silver dollar and I put it in my pocket. I didn't know what the purpose of it was. I just wanted to have something that was his. I made a promise to myself that I would return the silver dollar to Cuba in honor of his memory. Once I got to Cuba, the opportunity was wonderful because it didn't matter what I was doing or what my goal and mission was there, which was very satisfying. I was there and I felt like I was blessed because I was able to go to the country that I was born in. The first four or five months that I was there, I was afraid to dive. I had never been a diver or been certified or trained. And I watched my friends diving while I was snorkeling above them. And the coral and everything was so pristine and the water, you could see all the fish and collect conch shells and all that stuff. And I was watching them about 20 feet below me diving because the clarity and everything of the water was just so beautiful. You could see everything. At that point and at that moment, I realized what I needed to do with the silver dollar. There's a beach in Cuba, one of the beaches in Guantanamo Bay, that has a buoy. And if you go past that buoy, you're kind of like right near Cuban waters. But if you're inside the perimeter of the buoy, you're still on the U.S. side. I decided that that would be the dive where I would drop his coin, his silver dollar. So I got certified and we planned this dive to go to that one particular beach. As I got closer to the beach and the dive site, I started to feel very emotional, but in a happy kind of way, where I was glad that I was being able to provide my brother something back, to give him something back for what he did for all of us. 
The minute you jump in the water with all the dive gear, obviously you're doing all the dive checks and all that stuff. Everybody's asking about the equipment and I'm going through the motions, but I'm more concerned about whether I can have access in my pocket for that coin so that make sure that I can put it in my hand right before I go into the water. While I'm swimming toward the buoy and diving once we ascend, I'm watching all the coral and all the fish and just the serenity of the ocean made me feel a sense of awareness of peace, like the universe was all aligned to where it needed to be. As I saw the chain of the buoy, it's kind of like a strong joy and happiness that came over me. And as I let go of the coin and watch it just kind of drift down to the floor, I felt like his circle of life was complete. And as I was swimming back alongside, I saw the most amazing, beautiful, large conch shell just waiting for me as soon as I turned it back and I picked it up and scooped it up. When I pulled it out of the water and I was out of the water carrying it and I was able to look at it in the sand, it looked like it was two sides of it. The first side of it was rough and abrasive that it had some debris and some coral grown on it. But when I flipped it around, the inner core of it was very beautiful. All these pink colors with some browns and some black around it. And it looked like it had two sides, a side where it had lived for a while and a side where it had all this beauty inside of it as well. It was stunning. I just felt like it was a message from him telling me that everything was okay. I returned a part of my brother to Cuba, and in reference, I wound up with this beautiful conch shell in his memory. There's an old Cuban song that talks about when you leave Cuba, you leave a part of your heart. And that's kind of what I felt my brother did when he left. He left part of his heart over there. He always had this dream of going back. So though he physically wasn't able to go back, I was able to bring him back. To hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story today. Sea Story is brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.